Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Recording. <laughs> Hi, you're listening to Fail Like an Artist with your hosts, Julie Battisti and me, Phoebe Ganza, a podcast discussing all the ways we've failed as artists with insight, advice and humour. Each episode, we will discuss a failure and what we've learnt from it. Howdy doody. Howdy bloody doody. It's been a minute. (laughs) Ah, it has. I've missed you. I've missed you. you. How how are you? (laughs) Have you recovered from your no. holiday? <laughs> Need a holiday from my holiday. Do you want to talk about it? Uh, I don't want to be that person that winches about their holiday. It was, and but you know, but. I have also sent you like a million DMs winching about my holiday. You went on holiday with a what three year old and a ten month old. That is hard. Like that is hard. The first half, or I mean, we started off with Alfie not sleeping because he was teething. Then we had like four or five good days and I think that's when we had an online mm. chat and I was just like, everything mm-hmm. is wonderful, the sun is shining, there are clouds. <laughs> and I was like, I don't like you very much right now. <laughs> I had a pina colada in my hand, things were good. I know. And yeah. then we all got sick. Um, mm. And so like the last four days, Chris and I pretty much just hadn't slept because we were up looking after one child or another. Oh, and when you say sick, like gastro Yeah, bug. I'm not going to go into gastro... Um, Details. Gastro. <laughs> no, no, no. But like it was, you know, like it was a sickness that involved like active kind of a lot of parenting yeah. interventions. Yeah, it was, that was fun. The pair of you. Um, there, were quite, there were quite a few things going around, I think, but we all came down with some sort of gastro loveliness. Oh, and then so when we were good. going home, it was like us going home off four days of no sleep. Theo, of course, had had plenty of sleep, so he was full of energy. <laughs> There's always one that's full and of beans. it was like more than 24 hours to get home. So three flights, oh. one very lively three-and-a-half-year-old. It involved, you know, a night in a hotel that we'd never been to before. We had to get up at 5.30 the next day to catch our flight. Oh. It was... It all just takes the edge off any kind of... <sighs> holiday relaxing that you I done. came home feeling <laughs> more tired of... than when I left 
then, oh, and you were pretty tired when you <laughs> left. When every so often when we travel, and often in New Zealand, we run into people in the airports. I have never yeah. been so glad not to run into someone at the airport. In my, I like yeah. the look of me on that last few hours coming home I looked worse than I felt it was just like it was the day oh. that never ended it just kept going like yeah. it was you know six hour layover in Auckland airport and I just thought please just I want to be home yeah it's so hard oh and I'm sorry that it ended like that because much as I was slightly jealous of your you know blue sky and co- cocktails I wouldn't have wished that on you at all so I am I'm I'm sorry that you oh, had to look. end on that note because it's yeah. not the not, best yeah. way to end holidays. It's not the worst it? problem in the world. We did have a nice time. I had a really lovely time catching up with my family. My um, yeah. my oldest, who is not a huge fan of water, I got to see him do some really fun things like kayaking and going on a catamaran and getting in the water and, you know, getting a bit more comfortable. And we had lots of quality time together. So all of that was really lovely. It was just that... If you could just magically get home without any travel, it would really improve. Yeah. Oh, I tell you what, just honestly, flying with kids, traveling with kids, holiday with I kids. I got home. I know. I'm <laughs> it's just so like, I'm hard. Never, never leaving the house ever again. Like, <laughs> I say that every single time I come back from England, and that's like a really, know, really that's, long. See, that's a serious. Fall. Fiji's only three hours away. Like, that's what makes it so kind of infuriating. <laughs> Yeah, no, but you, yeah, it's infuriating that you had to do like 24 hours of traveling when you're only it's three so hours as the crow flies. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember doing like I think I counted like 46 hours door to door from like one leaving my house to arriving, and I did it with the kids by myself. And I, I don't even know how, like, I couldn't speak. Like, I couldn't speak. I was just delirious because I didn't really sleep on the flight. And luckily, none of my kids got sick. But I do remember one flight when, um, like, unwell sick. But my daughter and my middle son both get air sick. So every time we land, um, one, or, one or both of them would vomit. And I do remember one time my daughter vomited all over me as we descended into L.A. airports. Only halfway home and I was covered in vomit. Oh, no. That was quite stressful. <laughs> Holidays. But yes, anyway. But I missed um, you while we were away. And then I randomly on Instagram, because I was checking your stories, see that you were off doing something. And I think, <laughs> I don't know what she's doing. What is she up to? What do you mean she's doing a course? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? I know. I was a bit like, I've got a funny thing to say to Julie, but oh, she's on holiday. She probably doesn't need me to like interfere all the time <laughs> with her holiday. <laughs> <laughs> but hey you got some good clouds. i did get some epic you cloud some good, photos you, it was worth it for the yeah. cloud photos you got some work in i could see you doing work <laughs> <laughs> i could see you on, online updating pictures julie of admin worcestershire sauce memes <laughs> <laughs> i know it's like julie just go and relax. <laughs> I don't know anyone else. Was it While hard? On holiday, I could message and say, hey, I'm just going to put up some random pics of Worcestershire <laughs> sauce memes and have someone actually take that and then run with it. And then I looked back later in the day and all of a sudden there's all of these videos coming through of people saying Worcestershire <laughs> sauce. <laughs> I know. And you started that. 
Happy holiday. <laughs> I tried explaining it to my family why I was what I was looking at because I would randomly play one and all of a sudden you'd just hear Worcestershire. <laughs> and they're like, what yes. are you doing? And you're like, oh. <laughs> don't, don't think it made any sense to anyone else. Uh, I don't know if it even made sense to the people in the, who follow the Instagram, <laughs> to be honest. But hey, it was fun. All right, tell um, me all the things. What have you been doing? I need to know everything. Oh, gosh, what have I been doing? I feel like I still want to know about you. Um, okay, we'll circle back to you. What have I been doing? I Okay, so, yes, busy. No, I actually did want to say something, and I wrote it down so I didn't forget. <laughs> so here it is. I'm going to just pull my phone up right now, and, and I'm going to kind of read it a little bit out because I just want to not say, like, I've, I've kind of thought what I wanted to say. Um, but last episode was the episode where we um was called what was it called um having a foible having a foible yes that's right success and anxiety anxiety and having a foible anyway so yeah last episode I obviously shared that I was feeling a bit anxious and foibly foibling around um I am feeling a lot better now so I should just come in and say that but I did want to just say thank you, like, so, so, so much, because I had, I don't even know, I can't even count how many DMs I had from people reaching out to me, um, like, just saying lovely things. And I tried to reply to as many as possible, but because I was in a bit of a not, you know, my he- headspace was, <clears throat> excuse me, I wasn't, I wasn't quite, like, you know, fully 100% um at capacity so i i didn't probably manage to reply to everybody um so yeah i i just want to acknowledge that like if you sent me a message um i really appreciated it and i felt all of that like i felt so much love and support and it just was amazing actually oh i feel a bit like emotional talking about it Aww. um it's just oh, like oh sorry cry all the time cried to the mortgage advisor the other day <laughs> That was embarrassing. Um, I just like never thought when we started this out, this podcast, you know, I thought if me and Julie, we talk all the time and um, why not like just record it because I like podcasts and it sounds like sort of fun thing to do. But um, I think, you know, we wanted to do this really to sort of show the other side of, of being an artist and how, you know, there's enough podcasts out there about, you know, succeeding and, you know, make you know, strategies and all of that kind of thing and how to get a formula of doing X, Y, Z. And we kind of knew, like, we don't want to do that. That's how, what we kind of wanted was to just do something really honest and kind of warts and all, you know, <laughs> like, um, be vulnerable, be brave, share all the hard parts as well as the successes, because there actually are a lot of hard parts to being an artist and just being a human. You know, let's face it, it's hard. Um, so I think the the thing that really resonated with a lot of people was the fact that, that they felt seen because they also are struggling at the moment. And But what was lovely was just hearing all the people that were saying like you know I feel the same I'm struggling you know it's really hard the recession is really hard the um cost of living crisis is really hard you know selling art is really hard and 
to you know for them to sort of see someone that they perceived as successful saying that they too have those same struggles and issues and mm. feelings it kind of just normalizes it you know and it just it's so important to talk about these things because it's i'd hate for people to look at us and see us on a pedestal of like uber success and um mm. somehow immune to all of those struggles because well I think you know, because most people if all they know of either of us is social media then you do just tend to put your highlight reels up like even yeah. for my holiday I put up maybe three stories while I was away which were all kind of you know holding a pina colada sun hat in yeah. hand there was a lot more to that holiday than you know what I mean a couple of drinks yeah. in the sun or in terms of Uh, You know, you might share a few pretty pictures of what's going on in the studio, but, you know, you might have spent a large majority of the day totally freaking out about. Mm. And I think, I mean, I'm a bit more comfortable sharing that side of myself. I'm a bit more guarded. And you're a bit more guarded, but but you're definitely getting there with the podcast and you are like more willing to be vulnerable and open up here and on the the flap page, which is, you know, know. really lovely. Yeah. Yeah. but yeah, I just, yeah, I just think it's really important because I just, you know, it's not that we want to kind of dwell on the negative and dwell on the failures and kind of like be all morose and oh, woe is me and fail like an artist and like, you know, we don't want to make it like a parody podcast where we're just sort of looking for way, ways we've failed. But um, I just think it really just highlighted for me how glad I am that we've done this and that we're doing it because to have all those lovely messages a really really boosted my my spirits it made me feel so supported and encouraged and um and it also and and b I think it's just so important to to remind people that it doesn't matter how big your follower number is or how many sales you've had or how many galleries your work's in you never really arrive at like feeling like you're successful because you know every time you reach a goal or a milestone um you're inevitably gonna have another hurdle or a challenge to overcome and that, that they, they, those just keep moving further away from you and you just keep having to arrive at them and so you know that week was my week for having a wobble. I'm sure I'm not actually out of the complete doldrums of it yet like there's, there's still a lot going on but I do feel mentally a lot better You've obviously had a really difficult few days after your holiday and you're prepared to come on here and tell people about that and not just say, yeah, I had a great holiday, it was lovely, and then, yay, back in the studio, you know, like, because mm. that isn't true. Life isn't always like that. And no. So anyway, that was and a I- very long monologue. Julie's going to have to cut it down. <laughs> but I just really, really um, want to let you know that if you're struggling, you're not alone. And... It is hard at the moment to be an artist and, you know, just reach out to us and we'll try our best to, you know, answer questions or just give you a little heart emoji because sometimes that's all you need (laughs) just to feel seen and heard. Absolutely. No, thank you for sharing that. And I'm really glad to hear that you're feeling like you're coming through um, your... uh, Fobble yeah. is the best word I've it got is, now. I was trying to think of, except <laughs> in my in head. <laughs> in your head what? In my head it converts to effing wobble. 
a thing wobble. Well, maybe it is. I, mean, <laughs> you, you, I know when done. you said it, it was just like a um A, a faily wobble. Well, but... it was like a fail and a wobble. Yeah. But you're going to call it an effing wobble. Well, if you want to, you know. It's the Australian in me. If you just want to go down that road, I mean, <laughs> the English in me is going to keep it as a faily wobble. But if you want to <laughs> fucking wobble, well, how, how would you say it as an Australian? It's a fucking wobble, mate. <laughs> um yeah i'm i'm still you know like like it's still hard <laughs> but i'm 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 doing some things to try and get more you know proactive about um stuff that's going on outside of art and like i just feel glad i've got you because honestly i think there's been a few times in the past couple of months that i might have thrown the towel in i won't let you <laughs> And you I were let me. too much, and <laughs> you were so yeah. That's it's lovely to know that I've got you. I appreciate you. Mm. Gonna cry again. <laughs> Talk to me about your fail scale. So I feel like I've gone, I've yo-yoed on the fail scale. When we first got back, I was feeling quite high. Like, oh, <laughs> were you? <laughs> I've just lost two weeks of work. Uh, hi. Like, like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Bell scale high. I thought you meant you got back from holiday and you were feeling high, like, you know, like you smoked drugs high. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm an artist, but I've never that. been that sort of person. <laughs> she's no, like, she's okay. definitely sharing now. <laughs> sorry. Bell scale. Sorry. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I was feeling quite. You were high on the uh, Bell scale overwhelmed when we first got home it just felt like I spent two days doing washing all the kids were out of kilter I feel felt like I needed a week to catch up on sleep and it was sort of just like it's not just been two weeks that I've lost of creating now I've lost another week of just trying to get my life back together but Mm. I'm getting there and I'm just trying not to lament on that stuff too much and I think actually having a couple of days in the studio now I'm <clears throat> just felt so good to be back in my space um and I know yeah. that that's I, I was thinking of you when you were away actually because like you're so dedicated and committed to going in your studio I was wondering like when was the last time that you had a f- it was longer than two weeks where you physically were away from being able to paint in the evenings for your six hours so when was the last time you did remember. that because even when I've gone home I don't I've done you painting. did that when you had babies like <laughs> When you had your babies, you were only out for felt like three days. Um, I think I took a, a longer break when I had Theo, but no, it's not usually because it to me it's not. I mean, it is work, but it is my oh, it's your yeah, joy though. Like I think coming home and being so excited to get home and to get back stuck into it, it's it's nice to feel that you know, and to realize mm. it and to appreciate it and to sort of go ah, oh, like I'm back. Did you just go in and like sniff the canvases and the paint? I found myself finding an excuse to go in really early. And I'm like, I've just got to go pull up the blinds and water my plants and stuff. And just sort of had left my husband in in the main house with the kids and just sort of stood in the studio and was like, Uh, it's like your church. Like, "Ah, I'm back. Really good. I'm back at the altar of my Um, easel. No. So it was, you know, as much as I've, was feeling a bit overwhelmed it was also that joy of being back and of you know uh, I spent a day just cleaning everything up 
scratching back all of my palettes and it was just sort of like, all right, fresh start, I'm ready Cathartic. to go, mm. get stuck in. So where are I'm you probably now? Probably about a five. So I'm higher than when I left, but I've, I think after this, how excited I am to be back in, I sort of brought it back down a little bit. So yeah, yeah, can't complain too much. Mm-hmm. And what about you? Where are you? That's where are you good. sitting? Um, yeah, I'm probably about a five, which is not too bad for me. <laughs> um, I have finished a big project um and I'm now in the kind of like the messy end where you're like you've got to get it all kind of packaged and shipped and documented all that side the really not fun side that's not as fun as the painting Mm. part um but it feels really um, it just it feels like a big kind of milestone to get to that stage. So I've got yeah that to kind of wrap up and um, sort out. So um, the anxiety that I was feeling around that has come down now that it's kind of like it's not I'm not like you know I'm not at the end yet, but the end is in yeah. sight, and I think that's kind of you know. Like it's it's good. You can see you can see the finish line there. So, um, what else? There's um, yeah. I think I've just I've really embraced the changing. I know my my word of the year. So I have embraced the whole idea of like the abundance thing, letting go of that. And I'm I've moved. I said last time I'd moved into surrender. But then someone messaged me, I think, sorry, I just whacked my thing. Someone messaged me, I think, and said, um, maybe maybe you should change it to acceptance. Or grace. I heard someone I suggest just, as well. Yeah, so a couple of people. Um, so I have kind of like, yeah, gone to that, the word acceptance. And that's been really good, actually. Yeah, you've got a dictionary of the year. I've got, <laughs> I've got a whole flipping flip book of... Um, words to choose from but the acceptance thing's been really really interesting actually because I've um I as soon as I kind of let go and and just went right I'm not gonna nothing like I just gonna accept whatever happens happens this year is we're six months in now so I'm just like I'm just like this year is this year my kids got sick again I had a whole week at home with my daughter she was unwell then my son got it like and and rather than be like really stressed by that, I just had to go. Is what it is. It, of course, they're sick again. Of course, it's the year twenty twenty three. This is my year to really test me. <laughs> so of course they're going to be sick. Um, and then I had. So I, you remember we talked about um how I accidentally sent a painting to the wrong person. To the, to the wrong person. Well, that lady got in touch. Um. And said, and showed me the painting. Her her painting turned up. The the wrong painting turned up, and then a couple of days later, the right painting turned up. The one that I sent in its place. Anyway, it turned out that I hadn't sent her someone else's art. I'd just sent her one of the wrong pieces. Oh, that's you know? good. It wasn't like it wasn't like someone else was waiting for that piece. I just mm. accidentally mixed them up because they were a bit similar. Um. 
And then she said, oh, I love I love it, actually. Um, so can I buy it? <laughs> and so that was lovely. And maybe I, I should just start sending out pieces sort of, of artwork. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But it was so lovely because I said to her, oh, like, you know, you can have it for like a bit less. And she said, no, no, gosh, no, I want to pay the same as I paid for the first one. because That's what it's worth. I love when that and happens. So, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you to Maureen Minard who's on Instagram as Mominard underscore abstracts. Um, she's actually an artist herself as well. And she was so kind about the mistake and things and just so lovely that she ended up buying the second piece. So nice. Um, it was so lovely. And it just, and it was right when I had just decided, it was right when I just decided like surrender and accept and whatever will be will be. And I don't need to force abundance and just let the world, the universe just going to decide and just put it out yeah. there. And as soon as I just gave up worrying, that happened. And I just thought that was a nice little sign from the universe that, like, actually, maybe everything's going to be okay. And then I got a commission um, f for a painting, which was lovely. And then um, I, I did a little bit of photography work for a friend of mine who paid me. So, again, she, you know, she reached out, asked if she could pay me to do some photographs. And, um, yeah, so all just sort of for, went from sort of feeling like, oh, my gosh, this is, everything's so hard and nothing's selling and, you know, all of this to just a bit of a turnaround. And so, yeah, I'm now feeling like, yeah, I'm feeling kind of like, okay, all right, maybe I've got this. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear that. It's nice when people who have that ability to, like, when you sent that print, someone she could have just stood her ground and said, "You know, you sent it to the wrong person." Yeah, it was an original. Yeah, oh, print well, was even original. even more important. It's really lovely when people actually a love your work and then b are mm. willing to pay you and show that. I don't know. That, yeah, yeah, it means so much. It's um. I was listening to, and this is kind of a tangent, semi-related, but also semi-not because um, I wanted to talk to you about it because I was like, oh, you might be interested, you might mm. not. While I was away, I was listening to a podcast called Arts Law and it is um, mm. yeah, slightly American in that it's based on the law around visual arts in the States. Mm -hmm. But they were talking about the whole episode was on copyright and it was sort of based around the case on that's on at the moment with all and whether anyway, it's a really complicated episode. But at the end they started talking about um, Lin-Manuel Miranda who wrote Hamilton and how mm -hmm. he took inspiration from a book about Hamilton's life and even though mm. he had no need to credit that original book because his work was so different in the end they were talking about just yeah. the morals and ethics of doing the right thing and crediting where you got your ideas from and just the mm. strength in that and especially at the moment where it is there's so many things in arts that are left to for people to do the right thing or and especially around our yeah. last conversation around AI where it's sort of like mm. I just it really struck me as a really interesting note of I felt so much more respect for him for doing the right thing yeah it's such a hard one though because I mean I was listening to a podcast today literally about the same sort of idea of how people are the sum of a hundred you know different ideas you know people's ideas are never 
that never what's the word like um spontaneously appear from nowhere and how it was the andy j pizza episode that he's just done and it was he was just sort of talking about how like it's okay to kind of you know like realize that star wars was actually um derived from like samurai stories and then this other book that was and you know i forget the the way he described it but you know like how big kind of um pieces of art like cinema art or whatever have drip you know drip fed down from lots of different sources and how how that's okay because that's actually normal and so gosh it's hard to kind of know when that line is of like when do you go you know i've been i've i've got my ideas from x y and z so that do i need to credit x y yeah and z? i think it was just that mm. direct um comparison between warhol who'd used a photo that wasn't licensed for a certain thing that you know the right. and someone who didn't have to credit but had read a book that informed mm. a work and then the whole way through has said had talked about it in such with you know integrity and um reverence and i just sort of think uh, it's i know of the two where i'd want to sit if it was a difference between yeah. me just saying oh this was my thing that just oh you know it was yeah, a 100%. synthesis of a million different ideas or saying i read this book and it sparked something in me and i wanted to investigate it and yeah mm. yeah anyway i just found, i found it was an interesting interesting just got me thinking. It was one of those podcasts that finished and I was like, oh, yeah. that's a really... And you go, oh, I never, yeah, I never thought about that before. I've got, I've got a new thing that I'm doing. Oh, yeah. Tell me more. Talking of like, talking of people supporting you. Um, so uh, by the time this goes out, I will have done it, but I'm doing a, like a art workshop in person this weekend. I can't wait to hear about it. Um, for the first time... Yeah, so I've only ever taught like kids and before when I was teaching, you know, doing art teaching back in back in the day when <laughs> I don't even want to count how many years ago, um, two decades ago. Um, so this is going to be the first time I've sort of taught adults, and yeah, so I'm quite excited about it. I'm doing like a still life workshop. It's going to be like a sip and paint thing. Can't call it a paint and sip because apparently that's already licensed and. <laughs> They come at you, so I call it sip and paint. <laughs> but do you know what I Just like about it. what I like about you? There are many things that I what? like about you. But before we left, it was not that long ago. Wouldn't have been more than a month ago. You were like, ah, oh, there's a space in Gisborne that'd be so perfect for an art workshop. And then like a few weeks later, you're like, I'm doing an art workshop. I'm like, you just you just jump in. It's like Oh yeah. I yeah, well, what's the what's the saying? Necessity is the mother of invention. No, in, yeah. Yes, that's it. Oh, God, I'm good at things, Julie. <laughs> Necessity is the mother of invention. So, you know, like when you when you need to make some money, sometimes you've got to be creative. <laughs> um, I was just like, you know, like, okay, how else can I diversify? And how else can I kind of, you know, change up my income stream? And um, also do something that's going to serve other people and not just, you know, be like a money-making scheme or something um and I have been asked by people locally to do an art workshop many times um and so I've always kind of gone, oh yeah maybe one day maybe maybe you know what I mean um but then I 
found the space and the hireage of it was really, really reasonable. And so I thought, yeah, okay, I'll just, I'll just do it. And what's the worst that can happen? Like no one, no, no one turns up and I just sip by myself. <laughs> but, um, no, it's good. It's, we, I've got 10 people coming, um, which I think will be a really nice number. And I, I'm excited. I'm, I'm actually excited. I've spent, you know, some of this week kind of getting ready, taking photographs and deciding what kind of still life I was going to paint and buying the materials and doing a test piece for my, myself to see sort of how long. So I did a painting. It took me just under an hour and a half. And so we've got a three hour slot. Um, so I think that will be hopefully enough time for them to do it in. Um, obviously I'm quicker. But and... if you're giving them the reference image to take home and you've given them that guidance, that's... Exactly. Oh God, I yeah. was, wish so I was there to do it. Like it would be so much fun. It just makes me really excited for yeah. your trip down in August. Well, maybe we should do something like it because I, I think it will be fun. And I, But I did want to make it different from the kind of generic paint and sip things that you get because the... I got a bit of a wobble on because just when I decided I was going to do it, I found that a nationwide company w was coming to Gisborne and doing multiple events here as well. And they were, the price point was a lot less than I really could sort of see making, mm. you know, like it wasn't, I couldn't compete with them basically. And obviously they've got all the bells and whistles and all the materials and the marketing and the blah, blah, blah because it's a big outfit that goes around all different places in the whole of New Zealand. And I was like, oh, no, I've, like, missed the boat. And But then I thought, no, you know, no, I'm sure people will still want to come to do this because it will be different. It's a different experience. And I'm not just doing, like, a... Well, I don't know what this place does, but, you know, like a lot of them you see, it's just a famous, like you paint star the starry night by van gogh or so, whatever and in 45 minutes you know <laughs> yeah and i just thought no i don't really want to do that i want it to be a workshop where they learn something and obviously have a bit of fun and it's bring bring around drinks so if they want to have a drink they can or like what i mean i i'm going to just bring tea and juice or something for people but um i didn't want it to be about the having a drink I wanted it to be yeah. more like having a fun time and learning something. If you've always been daunted by doing um, like a painting workshop or a still life or something, oh, you know, I wanted to make it fun and accessible and have, you know, you can just learn how to scale an image from a grid and things. So, yeah, hopefully it'll be it fun. Be. And, I've, and what's really been nice is like um, three four people that I actually know had bought tickets, like bought tickets from the website. Like, and then I only knew when the, the thing comes through and my email like ping. And I was like, Oh, that's lovely. Because again, like you said, like the, the you know, it's so life lovely when people that, you know, support you and don't kind of ask for a discount or, you know, not, not that I don't think they would, but it was just so nice to get the, the excitement of like then the message of like oh my gosh I'm so excited we've just booked tickets for me and so and so and I was like oh you're are you coming oh that's so nice so like you know no, knowing that I'll know a few faces there um no that'll be awesome is, and that they want to support me that's so lovely so hopefully it'll be fun 
So, yeah, I really wanted to to just sort of step out of my comfort zone and, I don't know, try try new things this year. And I, I thought, well, yeah. Give it no, I'm excited. I can't wait to hear how it goes. I know it'll be good, but it'll be interesting to see because I'm sure you'll learn through doing it as well. So I often used oh, to find that yeah, I had learned about painting by teaching. It's um, mm. it's it clarifies something in your head when you have to sort of distill that information down in a way that is digestible to others. It's exactly because it's so like second nature, you know, when you just do it mm. all the time, like we do. So today, when I was doing um, the demo painting, um. I was really, I was doing it quite slowly because I was trying to be really mindful about like, okay, what would I say now, you know? And then it just made me kind of really realise like all the different steps that go into a painting that you actually don't think about when you're just yeah. doing it. And to have that kind of beginner's mindset it again. It makes you consider was your quite, process, I think. Yeah. And obviously everybody will have a different way and I, I really want to be kind of like, look, this is I'm going to show you how I would do it but if you want to do it differently like go go for your life like you don't have to draw it from a grid if you don't want to and if you you know and if you want to paint it completely different colors or like whatever like just I don't want to be there's no one prescriptive way and if like you took the same workshop with the exact same reference photo and it would be completely different the way you talk which is so I don't think while while we're on this tangent I'll just keep running with it um one thing we also talked about last week, maybe it was week before, can't remember, we talked about it at some stage, was the fact that we want to do a couple of little tutorials when you come down to visit, just as mm. a way of giving back. And already this week I had a few people reach out and say, oh, my God, I'd, I'd pay to watch this, you know, stretching workshop or if you did a, you know, an online course. And I was yeah. like, you know what, it's Phoebe and I are really keen to record that, put it on YouTube for free and give back in yeah. that way and just, you yeah. know, when – and then if somebody wanted to do a cohort donation to Co-Fi because they found it really useful, you know, then that would be up exactly. to them and they, you know, go for your life if you Please want. Please no, we're, if, we're, if, not making, we're not doing this podcast to make money and we're certainly not um, <laughs> making much, no. but that's not why we wanted to do it anyway. And it's just one of those no. things where I sort of think little things like that are ways that we sort of see ourselves being able to yeah. give back and then – you know, one of my long-term goals of something that I'd like to do with the community that we're building around this podcast is to be, do something amazing like an artist retreat where – and not yes. somewhere – not like a big three-day course but like a combination of maybe a few different artists giving a few different talks on specific areas but then the main mm. crux bit of just being getting people together and talking and learning from each other that way instead of – a mm. talk and listen. Where are we doing this, Julie? Pardon? <laughs> Where are we doing it? When? Oh, Where? Just <laughs> soon. <laughs> I need a. We need a holiday where we only need to look after our own. Selves. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I can viably leave my boys with my husband, that's when we're doing it. <laughs> oh my gosh! I am so excited. Who's coming? You Who's and me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But how fun. Oh, it makes me just so excited to think that we could do something like this. Yeah, that would be so fun. Wow. Oh. Anyway, that's the dream and the goal. Oh, but sorry. at the moment, I'm still in. Sorry, I'm, I can't even think about leaving. My... <laughs> you just said you never wanted I know, to leave your house like again. Like when I feel like I can leave the house again. 
then that'll be the next step. Yeah. It may. Yeah. It, originally, I was like, we should go somewhere awesome and exotic. And now I'm like, maybe we can do it within New Zealand. <laughs> maybe we could do it somewhere where we um, know that we're not going to get like any kind of gastro bug. Or we could do it somewhere like in Australia, like, um, you know, where it's, where's it, where's like on the Great Barrier Reef side where it's beautiful and like hot and you feel like you're abroad, but yeah, you know, if anyone knows of a great location that we can start filing things away for, then yeah, reach yeah. out. If you've got a chateau tucked away <laughs> that, you that you'd like to my hiring <laughs> to us. Oh my gosh, yes. South of France. I mean, I'd do, I'd do 24 hours of travel if I didn't have to take my kids with me. I would do 24 hours of travel with you, Julie. Oh my God, can you imagine? Can you imagine how fun it would, it would be? be? So fun. Can you imagine if a whole plane just full of flappers? <laughs> just... <laughs> the main thing I thought of at one stage, we were on a small plane, like 14 seats or something, and there was my whole extended family, so... Five kids, oh six adults, God. and then there was like a couple, this one couple that was also on the same plane, and I was just like, "Oh, you poor things!" Like, but I, oh, well, I thought you were going to say something like, "If this plane goes down, it's like out completely." <laughs> no. And then, like, even on the big commercial Sorry. airline, you know how they just sort of every parent with kids is at the back, mm. and then every so often, some poor couple on their honeymoon is stuck at the back of the plane with all of the screaming kids and the parents, and it's like. You know what? This isn't good contraception. I don't know what is. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to take that out, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had one more thing. Have you got anything? You've yeah. got one more thing. Okay, tell tell me your um, one more thing. So the other thing that I've been thinking about, and I need to check with my gallery because they sent me an email ages ago saying that they were putting two of my pieces in the affordable art fair, and that I haven't gotten in touch with them just to confirm Did you want that? that. And I'm pretty sure it's going ahead. But I was like, oh, I wish that I was able to get over to Oz and check it out. But I'm still in, not not doing any travel right now. Um, <laughs> but that's pretty exciting because I've never been ever involved with a fair at all. And then so to have two pieces um, going in with Studio Gallery is pretty exciting. So, Oh, that's the dream. That would be my dream to like have to be a part of one of those things but not have yeah. to go <laughs> and have someone else do it for oh, you. Oh, it's also just... Because I, I just so can't do those that are going things. in the affordable art fair this year. And so to know that my work will be hanging yeah. alongside there. So like one of my really good friends, Petrina, is going in with Jumbled. And I was like, oh, our art's hanging in the same space. Like, that's... That's so exciting. Yeah, yeah I think that's like... I, I see so many people doing those art fairs, like the affordable art fair or the NZ art fair here and things like that. And like for me, it's just not viable. Like I can't afford to do the accommodation and the travel and then you know my husband's job just means that like we can't mm. like I'd have to get a live-in nanny for the whole time to look after the kids as well you know because of his job and it just makes it so difficult to be able, like I'd love to do one of those in person but whilst I've got young kids at home it's just not going to be possible and so the thought of like a, a, you know being with somewhere that that does it as a collective like a gallery or a or a what would you call what would you call jumbled an interior shop but i have seen actually there's a few artists in australia that have gotten together to um exhibit 
as like there's three artists I know that have joined forces to sort of exhibit as one little collective so that they're not doing it on their own, which I thought was really smart as well. But I haven't actually, I need to confirm that with the gallery because I keep saying to myself, oh, I need to confirm with them so then I can put it up on Instagram and I just haven't sent that email, which is a bit slack, but it's been. So when is that? When is the appointment? It's in June. So now, uh, maybe next week. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I need to get on. Is it far from where they it's are in based? Sydney. So they've got a studio gallery's got locations in Melbourne, Sydney, and Brisbane. So, so where if you've got work yep. in Sydney, yeah, is it, yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh well, if it's a case of just literally saying yes, and they can just take it there, it's not like you they've got a. Oh yeah, no, no, and they. they well, I think they've they said months ago that they were the pieces they were hoping to take. Um, I just haven't heard back that they are taking them, and I just think they're usually coordinating with so many different artists. It's usually the artist's job to sort of and I yeah. have just been yeah busy um but yeah so that's pretty exciting because it'll be my first venture into any fair yeah. so there's that so we'll see well fingers that crossed goes. that they get snapped up mm. um. oh and so just on my whole um so two other art things that have come up this week for me. One is mm. while I was photographing in the clouds in Fiji, the thing I think I've been excited about sort of as a stylistic move um, mm. is I feel like I am changing from painting segments of clouds to sky landscapes, if that makes any sense at Ooh. all. Like So like broader, bigger. Skyscapes. Yeah, which is where, I don't know, I'm pretty excited to sort of venture into that. Also nervous to be doing that for the first time in an exhibition, like to sort of go straight from to do something new. Mm. But then I'm like, oh, do you know what? At this stage, I'm all in. And then I've been um, Um, (laughs) workshopping names and then uh, just because I'm me, I like them to be quite concise and I keep, I've been texting you on and off over the last few months. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? Well, names for the... the for the expo, sorry, I thought you meant the painting. Oh, no, I haven't. That's it. So I've got three paintings that are just about finished, one that is finished. And the thing that's holding me back from um, sending all the information through to the galleries is I haven't come up with the naming conventions that I want to use. So in the past I've for used this. names for my clouds, as in like people mm-hmm. names. Mm-hmm. I quite like anthropomorph- anthropomorph. Can you say anthropomorphize? That's how I needed to say it. Anthropomorphized. I've never oh, heard really? that word. When you attach human life. qualities to a non-human thing. Yeah, that's. I would just use that right. sentence. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a wanker. <laughs> Shame. What is anthropomorphized? Yeah. Um. So what is it when you attach a human quality to it? So you need like people who name their cars. Like this is my car, Betty, or whatever. <laughs> No, I don't know any people that do. Do you not name your car? I know what you mean. Oh, all of our cars have always had names. Okay. (laughs) I was thinking that that was just a thing that everybody did. It turns out it was just us. Well, one of our cars we call the BFG because the number plate is Yeah, ours are all based off the number plates. Okay. Okay, so it's the BFG or the other car's the one that's not the BFG. So it's like, which are we going in? The BFG or not the BFG? We're going in not the BFG. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. 
digress. So I've got two um, naming. So you've got to think of One names. Is what am I going to name right. my actual works? Because normally I name mm-hmm. my floral paintings after a a song or something mm-hmm. I'm listening to or watching or um, like the ones that I did around the time that Theo was was born were all sort of named about uh, nursery rhymes or something that was going on in that at that time or it'll be about yeah. a line from a song that mm-hmm. I've been playing to death or something and so finding a way of I thought they were all they were all human the clouds names. have always been human the, names I, the flowers have never been human names the flowers haven't been human names. Oh, okay so what was the last, what give me a example of a flower um so there was one that i called morning town ride which is just like a lullaby that my mum used to sing to me all the time or there was i did oh, nice. some that were all named after the ants go marching so there was one that was one by one and two by two and three by three wow. um yeah i use i use songs I didn't know that you used songs. That's interesting. I hadn't noticed. I tend to use, not always, but I tend to use like a line from a song that I'm listening to or that's got a special yeah. meaning. Like my latest ones were all named for after Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young songs that my dad used yeah, to Yeah, I don't always feel the need to explain the meaning behind my paintings because I like to allow whoever is looking at it to come up with their own because it's never... Hmm. I don't like imbuing it with too much meaning. I like to sort of leave it open a bit. I'm the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is why I painted this, this, and you will know it. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't know, I like there to be a bit of space. <laughs> I think for me, because my paintings are hugely centred around nostalgia and um, so for me it's really important to to close the loop and, and, and kind of draw a line under the nostalgia that I've, pulled on and why because that's such a strong part of my um kind of creative process and and what you know everything that I paint comes usually from a kind of anchored point of nostalgia and so like for me I think explaining that feels feels right because then I it kind of I want people to understand I haven't just painted this because of this. I've actually painted it because of yeah. this. And then they can run with the, whatever they want afterwards. But it's um, it's just another way that we're kind of polar opposites. But yeah. I like it. And then the show name, I know you know I've been workshopping that for a while. Mm-hmm, and it, it's mm-hmm. very, you know, the only things I like are very concise. So, um, yeah. I gave you some good I know, and I've just ignored them <laughs> That you all. didn't like? <laughs> Um, so I'm still stuck on um, above and below and then now I'm sort of playing around with the words outside and inside. I know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's not funny. Now you're laughing at me and now I'm worried. <laughs> the in and out show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have to bench that one. This is the thing. This is why you should always. <laughs> Keep it to the inside outside. No, I like it, but I needs a bit more workshop. <laughs> but there's something there. I like the. I get the idea because flowers picked in the inside and in a vase and clouds outside. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. But also, like they're both things that are in the natural world that I'm bringing in inside and putting on a canvas that someone would keep inside their home. Mm. Um. So mm. there's a bit of play on that. But uh, anyway, that continues. 
It's so hard. Yeah. It's oh. if you could just call it Julie's exhibition. I'd be so happy <laughs> if I so could much just do away with so all of that easier. side of it and just be like, "This is my art." Well, you could you could just be like some people go down the whole untitled, untitled oh, no, number I don't one, like untitled that. number two. No, no. Good. I'm no, glad. I like. I'm glad you're not that kind of. Wink. I love the names that I give <laughs> them. Like one of my favorites was I called it Mean Reds. Um, what Mean, mean Reds? Red. Have you ever seen Breakfast at Tiffany's? Have you seen Breakfast at Tiffany's? Yeah, but like when I was. Young, oh, when she's talking about she doesn't have ago. the blues, she has the Mean Reds, and it was after that period oh, when yeah. I'd had Theo, and I was, was really struggling, and I was it was wasn't the blues, it was the Mean Reds. Oh yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I love naming paintings, but I think to have a whole exhibition, that's a whole level, another level of. It's just, uh, you just want it to get it yeah. right. Don't and you? so I'm trying to come up with an idea now yeah. for naming. I, I like above and below. It's still it. my favourite. I think I'm just looking for alternatives yeah. to make sure I found the best. Right. Okay. If I was going to choose between above and below and inside outside, I'm. Well, now I just feel like inside outside is a bit below. dodgy. In out, stop. In out, shake it all about. <laughs> it won't be inside <laughs> outside. This is top the list. <laughs> all right. Well, do we have to wrap it up? Nah. 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 <laughs> Bye. Well, we were going to do this as a Q and A episode, but I reckon if we do Q and As now, it'll be like a two-hour episode. So let's just, you know. But like, do we wrap it up? I mean, a little bit. Or do we just go? Well, this has just been a fun little catch up for me and Phoebe. Keep tuned. Next week, probably on Monday, we will keep Keep tuned. tuned. (laughs) They like pianos. (laughs) Didn't promise any professionalism, all right? (laughs) Okay, stay tuned. We will release the Q&A portion of this episode as a separate episode, I think, because we've ended up, uh, Mm -hmm. turns out we did have art content to cover. And yeah. I still feel like we could have dug into each of those things for much longer. Oh, but, yeah, um, probably. Mm. Stay tuned for more. Um, stay tuned for more. I like have more questions about your clouds now, but um, I'll come back to them in a minute. Next time. Um, what do we say at the end of our podcast? I can't remember. It's been two weeks <laughs> and I've forgotten everything. Okay. Uh, what do we say? Um, just a few Ko-Fi <laughs> thank yous. So thank you to Wendy, Michelle, Belinda, Trudy, Caroline, Holly, Kate and Roni. Thank you so much. Your Kofi dollars are going to allow us to do some fun things when Phoebe is in town in August, as well as just Yay. keeping the show going. So thank you so much. We really appreciate that. Yeah, we really do. And if you want to do a Ko-Fi coffee donation, the link will be in the Yay. show notes. So. And um, a few artist shout outs for this week. So I just wanted to mention, because it happened a few weeks ago, actually, and neither of us brought it up because I think we were just chugging through life and it got ahead of us a bit. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, I can see it written here. We were the... both mentioned and asked for our um, two bits of advice on the Art Chatter podcast for their 200th episode. They gave, um, they asked a bunch of artists for their advice for people starting out. And I just thought that episode was a really interesting listen Mm. and I often get asked from people you know what's your advice when you're just beginning and I think that's a really great episode to start with because it's got so many different artists and different opinions and I found it 
I really enjoyed it. It was really varied. It was really, because I just kind of, when she asked me, just like off the top of my head, was like, oh, what would I say? And I actually didn't think too much and too deeply about it. I just sort of said the first thing, the kind of intuitive response. And then, oh, gosh, was that good enough? Um, But then listening back, you know, there were so many different responses and they were all quite different and... Yeah, it was it was a lovely episode, and um, yeah, wow, I can't believe they've done two hundred episodes. <laughs> so good, kudos to them because like we're only nineteen in, and I feel like I've been doing it for fifteen years already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, congratulations to both ladies. It's an awesome yeah. podcast, and what a great achievement, and what a good way of rounding yeah. it out. So, yeah, we should do that. We'll if we get to two hundred, we'll for... do that. <laughs> Or maybe even 100. (laughs) Again, another one here for Melissa Boardman at Melissa underscore Boardman on Instagram. Uh, She has just released a bunch of brand new native bird art prints. And her prints are based on her distinctively bold gouache illustrations and reflect her love and admiration of native birds. Oh, and they're lovely. I'm just having a look right now. Look at that. Wow, lovely. Oh, look. And she's even mentioned us in this one. Big thanks to Julie Batiste and Phoebe Gander for coming up with Months Worth Oh, she did the um, April for Artists. Mm, sweet. They're lovely. Native New Zealand birds. Oh, cute. Sorry, I'm just doing a deep dive too. Oh, anyway, let's pork. not have a podcast full of us looking at Instagram. No, no. Sorry. But go and have a look and check those out because they are lovely. Thank you so much. If you have a shout out that you would like, or if you would like a shout out rather, shout out. <laughs> if you would like a shout out, please Go and fill the form in. There'll be a link in the show notes or in our bio on Instagram. Um, if you've got anything new coming up, let us know and we will shout uh, shout out about it. <laughs> shout out about <laughs> Okay, we don't have any fails today or quotes. Um, and I think the wheels are falling off. So <laughs> I think we're going to wrap that Michael up. in an evening. All right, it's yes. nice to be back, and we'll, um, we'll see you more regularly from it's here nice on in. nice to be back. Yes, and yeah, check us out on Instagram. You know where we are. We don't need to say that every week. You can just go find us, and um, yeah, have a great week, everyone. Until next time. Keep <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye-bye-bye. We should probably have said, like, at the beginning, maybe we can slot this in. <laughs> maybe we should slot this in. I feel like we should say, this week, we're going to do a question and answer session. Um, but first, we're going to just sort of catch up because we haven't actually spoken to each other for a couple of weeks. Maybe I'll just leave it like, like this that. and they can just see, you know, how brilliantly professional we are. <laughs> <laughs> this is how... This is how professional we are. We're looking at our script and <laughs> act one, scene one. Ugh, what's his name? The pop art guy. Um, the brain is only half functioning. Pop, which pop art guy? What's his name? He did the Marilyn Prince and the. Um, yes. Andy Warhol. So there's it. Sorry, I'm gonna have to cut all that out. Yeah. That's alright. Okay. Um. Just say it like you actually are confident and you knew it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.